Daily Dubs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dubs Podcast. We are your host, Pastors Lem and Liz. How you doing today, baby? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am well. Thank you. Hey, if you have not already, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Share it with somebody that needs to hear it. And also, we would like to thank you for tuning in. It is our pleasure to be able to minister the Word of God to you straight up. That's from the heart. So today, we're going to be getting into Heart Check Part 2. Part 1 was good. But yes. part two is only going to be better, and it's only going to get better every time we do this. Man, heart check. If you didn't hear part one, I'll get you caught up right now. So listen, it's 2021, and we are going to have the best year yet. God only gets better, and this is the year where everybody eats, man. Everybody eats. As we take the land, that's the theme for the youth group this year, take the land. As we take the land, everybody is going to eat because the land is filled with milk and honey. That's However. Right. In order to take the land, we need to make sure that our hearts are right before God. You can't take anything if your heart ain't right. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Your heart's not going to be in it. Heart's not going to be in it. You're going to be left like the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years, and nobody's got time for that. So we we need all of us to get our hearts right so that we can go and walk in the fullness that God has for us. It's a good fullness, man. It is a good fullness. So today we're going to be talking about the love of the world. Because yesterday we talked about the love of God, right? So we need to look at the opposite of it. Because, True, because yesterday we talked about loving God. Yeah. So we, today we're going to talk about the opposite, loving the world. Loving the world, because the Bible says if you love the world, mm. you don't love God. Let's yeah. read it. It's in First John chapter 2, verse 14. I was just there. <laughs> chapter 2, verse 14 says... 15, my 15, bad. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Yes. So we're going to talk about those three things. Man, straight off the bat, we talked yesterday and we said that loving God is to obey his commandments because that's what Jesus said. He said, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. So right from this, we can look at that and understand when he says, do not love the world or the things in the world, he's saying, do not obey the world or the things in the world, right? Do not obey the world because the world is going to tell you what to do and the things Mm -hmm. in the world are going to lead you down a certain path. But don't obey those things. Obey God because who you obey is who you love. Yep. That's pretty much what the Bible is telling us. So what's the world saying? One, the world says, please the flesh. Yep. Please the flesh. Anything you feel, you should do it. You only live once. You only live once, man. Go ahead and have at it. You know know what? You're young. You're not an adult yet, and when you're an adult, you can go ahead and you can settle down and you can do all the things that you know now that you should do. But right now, it's time to be young, it's time to be reckless, it's time to have fun, right? Nobody actually makes good decisions in their youth. That's what the world says. And I hate that fun is all-encompassing. Oh, yeah. Fun is like going near death. Fun is, you know, risking it all. Yep. And yep. I'm like, what? Why is that now categorized it's as fun? Because the world will tell you if you feel it, you should do it. If you feel it, you should do it. And that's the that's pleasing the flesh. Going off of feelings, rather going off of what God says. You know, the Bible says it, what is it? It's uh it's Galatians 
5.16, it talks about how to not indulge in the flesh because there's always God is the truth. So everything the world is going to tell you is going to be the lie. You know what I mean? It's the opposite of what mm-hmm. God tells you. So if the world says, please the flesh, God says, don't please the flesh, please the spirit. What does it say? It says, I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Yes. So if you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And that's of the world. So the world is trying to get you, in all honesty, to stop obeying the spirit of God. It's trying to get you to stop listening to God who is living in you because you've been born again and now you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Yes, and Galatians 5.16 basically lets you know it's easy to it's not easy. satisfy your flesh. Yeah. It's easy. He's giving you his spirit and with his spirit you are able to do it. Yeah, just choose the spirit. Choose spiritual things. Choose to obey God. It's not like it's impossible to not do these things. You know what I mean? And and I get that your feelings are strong. Right. Because feelings do feel like they overwhelm us and they yeah. overpower us. Mm-hmm. But you have the authority to take that feeling and make it stop. Exactly. Exactly. And we are the children of God, man. That's right, man. We said it before in this podcast. If you are trying, we did it in the one is porn sin. If you're trying to break a habit and you're trying to stop living a life of darkness and sin, tell God. Tell your father. Say, help me. And ask God to break you into freedom because if you're dominated by your feelings and your flesh, Mm -hmm. you are a slave. Exactly. You are led by your feelings and your flesh. You have no control over your life. Yep. And every slave needs to be set free. Slaves don't make themselves free. Somebody sets them free and Christ has set you free. So go to the one who has set you free and say, keep me free. That's right. All right. I don't want to be living according to what the world says. No, I want to love you. I don't want to obey the world. God, I want to obey you. So that's number one, pleasing the flesh. Number two, what is it? It's the lust, the lust of, the of the eyes. eyes. The lust of the eyes. Satisfying or indulging in the eyes. You know, this is a good one because a lot of times we can get like self-righteous and not self-righteous. A lot of times we can deceive ourselves, I'll say. And we can deceive ourselves just like we talked about in the porn episode and think, if I'm just looking at it, it's not really sin. I'm just looking, Pastor. I'm just looking, y'all. I'm, I'm just, just looking. looking. I'm just looking. I'm not doing nothing. I'm just looking. I haven't touched it. I haven't said it. I haven't tasted right. it. You I'm know what I mean? just looking. I haven't grabbed somebody inappropriately my whole life. But do I sit at the mall and watch everybody walk by with nasty and derogatory thoughts? Yes. 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 And if that's you, you got to stop because the yep. lust of the eyes is also obeying the world. The world tells you. I mean, give me a break. The One of the best, if not the best, storefront in every single mall in America is what? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret. Yep. Victoria's Secret. massive displays. I mean, those is not even like a fat head where it's like life size. It's, it's, They're it's, giant. It's giant. Yes. It's absolutely it's giant, man. And it's usually a crotch shot or, yeah. you know, a deep Yo, cleavage. Or they got more mannequins in Victoria's Secret than, anywhere than else. most people got in their own food court. Like, it's crazy because the world knows if I can get you pining after something once you see it, I'll have you. And I'll get you to obey me rather than to obey the Spirit of God. All I got to do is show it to you. And the enemy knows what your lust is. You know, what your flesh is craving, Mm -hmm. what your lust is indicative of going for. So he's going to present you with that. That's why nudity is as popular as it is. Because the enemy knows if I can just get you watching that, your eyes are going to love it and your flesh is going to love it. Exactly. Listen, there's whole tribes in indigenous countries and stuff. And I'm not saying this is how we need to be. Trust me, man. But there's whole tribes of people who don't wear clothes and nobody's going around 
with a lust of the eyes problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's a spiritual issue. It's not just because you have the opportunity to sin. That's why it's not even just lust as far as like perversion. You can lust after what? Anything. Yeah. You can lust after anything. Why do you think house hunting shows and flipping property shows and all that stuff, why do you think food channels, there's whole channels dedicated to food. There's whole channels dedicated to cars. There's whole channels dedicated to everything. And if you think about it, all of those things are things your flesh wants. Yeah, something that your flesh wants. So if we look at it and now we lust after because we want it, even if you don't indulge in it, it's just as bad. Mm -hmm. It's just as bad. Jesus said, you guys think that you're not murderers. You're a murderer if you hate your brother in your heart. You're an adulterer if you look at a woman with lust in your heart. Like, it, all it takes is the heart to be messed up. And I love when people say, well, it doesn't affect me if I'm just looking. Right. You know, like, they'll watch the craziest movies. Yeah. And they're like, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect I'm me. I'm just watching for entertainment purposes. Like, why do you want to watch it, And though? I'm like, why does that entertain you, though? Exactly. It doesn't entertain me. Yeah. It's jiving with your heart. It's jiving with your spirit. Yes. Shoot, Proverbs... What is it? Proverbs twenty seven twenty. It says Proverbs twenty seven twenty. Oh my gosh, my pages are stuck together. Be more prepared, Lemuel. Okay, Proverbs twenty seven twenty. It says here, hell and destruction are never full, so the eyes of man are never satisfied. If you let your flesh dictate what you're going to look at, you're never going to be satisfied with what you look at. You're yeah. never going to be satisfied. Never. And never. you feel if you you feel more empty. Yeah than ever before the Absolutely. more you look mm-hmm. and the more you try to satisfy your flesh yeah the more empty you're going to feel exactly exactly i'm talking man like you think about it like our eyes are under constant attack by the enemy constant oh, yes. attack dude you can't watch something good on tv that isn't evil that's just you know it's pure it's holy you can't watch something educational about the earth that God made on TV without every eight minutes them giving you about three minutes of, you know, you should buy this. Look at this. It's nice and shiny. Look at this. You need a new this, but you don't actually need it. You just want it because you saw it right here. You know, you're not really hungry, but you just saw this Pizza Hut commercial. You should go and get some food. Man, we're under attack. And the eyes are the gateway. They're the gateway yeah. and to I, our souls. And I feel like it's 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 even more in every single rise of technology we're inundated even more mm-hmm. it's just all around us yep, yep. you know even you know even in, in in the small like children up to old people it's all about what do you have where did you get it right how much did it cost yep how did it make you feel and can i get one and can i get one that's crazy that's we can't even appreciate crazy. each other's lives we're yeah. just like can i have it too yeah and and that's what happens when we when in our hearts we have this problem, man, and that's what the world wants you to do. So first was the 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 lust of the flesh, being led by our flesh and our feelings and pleasures, our own natural sinful pleasures, indulging in that. The second is the lust of the eyes, indulging in what we want to see, and don't be deceived, like we said, just because you don't take it to the lust of the flesh and indulge in it physically, like going out and being a glutton or going out and just buying everything that you can find at Target or Kohl's or the dealership just because you want it and now you have to have it. You're an idolater and you're covetous. We'll talk about that later on this week. Just because you don't do it, looking at it is the same because it's in your heart. It's in your heart. Just because I don't do it doesn't mean I don't have it. That's the lust of the eyes. And then the third one is the pride of life. Yeah. Pride of life, man. This is pride of life 
is like what got the devil like boot kicked out of heaven. You know what I mean? Like it straight got him just removed out of heaven. He was puffed up in pride thinking that he was something that he is not. Mm -hmm. And pride is the opposite of humility. God calls us to be humble and he calls us to esteem others above ourselves, man. That is love right there. Esteeming somebody else better than you. He calls us to think not about ourselves, but always about the collective. Yeah. About the body. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is completely the opposite of the rhetoric of the world. The rhetoric of the world is do you, do you, do you, you're all, you're the only one that matters. Your opinion is the only one that counts. And the, and the Bible says we're, this is a body. Yeah. You are in, you are a part of a collective. There is no singular person. Exactly. Once you become born again, you are integrated into God's body. We're a unit. And now you're part of an, an entire group of people. Exactly. Now unity and love becomes the rule. Yes. It's no longer just me. Like like you said, the world says do you. The world says be you. The world says don't let anybody tell you that you can't do. It's like, man, it's all about me. Mm-hmm. This sucks. Like, this is the same thing I was doing in the world. Like, that's what the world wants us to think. And if we take that and we integrate that, we let that stay in our hearts, and we try to be Christians with that in our hearts, we're going to be so frustrated because God loves us too much to let us fail. Yeah. You know, he's just going to stop us. It says he resists the proud, and he exalts the humble. He gives yeah. grace to the humble. So he's going to resist the proud. He's going to resist whatever our plans are, whatever our dreams are, whatever we want to do. If it's built out of a place of me, 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 then God's not going to let it happen. Yeah, He's I mean, going to if, stop you, it in if you're thinking like this is my life and I'm going to make it what I want it to be and right. I'm this and I'm that and I just, you know, I'm building my own kingdom, it's going to crumble. It's going to crumble. It's going to crumble every time. And God loves us too much, man. That's why we have the word of God. I thank God all the time for his word and for his love for us, man, because it's right here in the Bible. Don't love the world or the things in it. Don't love the world or the things in it. Don't obey the world and don't obey the things in it. Because if anybody does, the love of God is not in him. And I love that the verse after that says, and the world is passing away. It's passing. And the lust of it. Yes. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Abides forever. Listen, if if, if 2020 was any kind of a lesson to all of us, is that everything that you think is stable is not not stable at all um, if it the ain't only god, thing that stands is god yep god stands alone he is not he cannot be shaken he yep. can't be moved there is nothing in him that will change but everything in your life that you think is stable everything that you've built everything that you take pride in can and will be moved it will be shaken man all other ground is sinking sand christ the solid rock i stand i I said that backwards i know i did it on purpose like even in people like people are like oh well this person is my life like that person could die will yeah. die yeah there, nothing is forever. The whole thing, yeah. the world is passing away. And even if they didn't die, they're not going to fulfill you like God. No, can. they are. Can't nobody do to. you like Jesus. I'm full of the nice. Yeah, you like are. the churches of today. Oh the man, it's because I've been watching today. all those videos of like shout tracks and praise breaks. But no, for real. Listen, love God. Don't love the world. You're going to love something, and you're going to have to make a choice. Choose God. Choose to love Him. Choose to and obey And again, him. like as you're listening to this podcast, and as you're following along with the check the heart self-examine yeah what is it that you're pining after what is it that you're constantly looking at exactly what is it that your body craves yep and then give yourself like a a nice checklist and if it's not of god if it doesn't push you towards god if it doesn't make you more like him you need to ask yourself why is this in my heart why is it in my heart and you know what the world does this is what i realized not too long ago the world is very good at making us think 
that the things we want to do for God that we don't do for God are okay. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So you could be listening to this and you could instantly think the Spirit of God can give you a check right now and say, this is what you have. This is what you've exalted above me, just like the rich young ruler. You know, these are your possessions or this is your issue in your heart that I need you to give to me. And I guarantee there's something in the world that will make, that will tell you, no, it's okay. Don't be that, you don't have to be that extreme. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? Or the thing, the response from the world will be, I mean, but we don't mind sharing. You can be a Christian and have us too. We'll just back off a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But if you, (laughs) like, think about it. This is what, and I mean, this is not condemning at all. But listen, this is 2021, man. Like, we're just going to spit whatever God tells us to say this year. I am not sorry. So I remember it was Christmas Eve, yo. It was Christmas Eve. And remember, this Christmas Eve, we were having trouble figuring out what to get. This Christmas, we we had trouble figuring out what to get each other. Yeah. Because we were like, yo, We've done this, like, the last three years in a row have been really good Christmases, like, and our stuff is still good. Yeah. Like, the stuff I got last year, I, I, I still use it. I don't need anything. I, 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 I don't need new shoes. I don't need, like, I, I mean, I could use it, and I have a way that I'd be able to use it, but really, I feel like my cup is overflowing, so now I am actually first time in my life seeing where... Being blessed to be a blessing is actually what's taking what's what's here in my life right now. Cause it's like I don't need nothing. My wife don't need nothing. My kids don't need anything. We need nothing. You know what I mean? But what would the world say? The world would say, "Yeah, but you know, it's Christmas." Or you you can reward yourself. You, you guys work hard. Yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be like that. God wants you to have nice things. I know He's given them to me. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, look, if you got Christmas gifts, I got Christmas gifts. I'm not condemning nobody. But I'm telling you, there is something very real that I have realized. And it is that my life doesn't look like the book of Acts, nor does it look like the miracles, signs, and wonders of Jesus. So whatever it takes, that's 2021. God, whatever it takes, you have our whole hearts. We're giving our whole hearts to you. So is it extreme to say, listen, we're not getting each other any gifts in 2021 for Christmas if Christ has taken that long to get back and we're still here? Is it extreme to say that? Yeah, it's extreme to say that. Am I saying it? Absolutely, I'm going to say it because I still have good stuff. And I'm not going to let the world tell me that I need to do. I'm not going to let the world tell me that, hey, you know, don't mess it up. It's not even a Christian holiday. It's not in the Bible. It's not even something that, like Jesus has mandated that we do, but he has told me to love other people. So what am I going to do this year coming up, 2021, December? Go and give stuff to people who have nothing. If you've got nothing, you're going to get something from me this year. I promise you, if we're still here and Jesus hasn't come back, man, Lord willing, I'm getting you a gift. So be happy. If you didn't have a good Christmas this year, matter of fact, if you didn't have a good Christmas this year, DM us. We'll get you something right now because <laughs> that's how I feel. And I don't want the world to dictate anything that is in my heart. And that's what the world wants to do, man. The pride of the flesh, you know, like I'm just taking inventory. This is me being transparent, you know, like don't think this is condemnation and I'm just pulling your cards. If I'm pulling your cards, good. Change your cards. But these are my cards, too. You know, I'm thinking like, man. I really, uh, every time we do these 21-day fasts, you know how it is. You realize, I really don't need that much food, yo. I really, I really don't. I could go, like, a very long time without eating. And I don't need to eat as much as I'm doing. So 
I always stop and think, why am I eating so much? And why am I eating these things? And why am I doing this? And the answer is the world. It's my flesh. It is inward issues that is telling me it's okay to do. And you're like, it's nothing wrong with eating nothing a whole wrong. dozen box of donuts. Nothing wrong with crushing the them. whole disco dozen of Peace Love. Shout out to Peace Love, Peters Township. We love you guys. The Oreos are the best. And then everything else is after that. But there's no reason why. You don't need it. I don't need it. And here's the thing. It's, it's exactly what we just read. Don't love the world or the things of it. If we look at love and we think that it's just a condition of my heart, no, God has, if we, I mean, not the condition of my heart, if we look at love and we think that it's just feelings, yeah. then if we think it's just feelings, then absolutely, I don't love the world because I feel for God and I do not feel for things. No, I do not feel for the world. The world can kick a bucket. I don't care. I love God. Whatever God wants me to do is what I'm going to do and I want to live to please him. I do not want to please the world but when we understand like jesus said if you love me you'll obey and then we weigh it against that is am i obeying my flesh because you might not love the world but you let the world influence your behavior right you let it dictate and what you do that that's creates, love. Uh, you know a breach in your yeah, love <laughs> that creates a breach i wish somebody would i wish somebody somebody's wife this is an extreme example but stick with me I wish there was a woman who was married to somebody else that would tell her husband, I love you more than I love Pastor Lem, but she only listened to what I told her to do instead of her husband. No, you don't. You love me way more than you love your husband. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how God looks at us, and he's he's fixing that this year. He's fixing it. He's fixing it, man. If we let him, he's fixing it. He's fixing it. We're not going to go on any longer being driven by the world and the things of the world you know a lot of times you know man we're getting off topic not really we're just getting deeper a lot of the things that we think are our thoughts aren't all they're not our thoughts oh that was a realization i had you know what i mean like there's not our thoughts and you know i thought they were unique ideas you thought it was a unique idea and they're not they're dictated by the world exactly they're a response or a direct you know taken from the world yeah and they shoot i remember with uh we were talking about the election last episode it's the same thing I can tell you who you voted for based off of where you live, I'm sure. And if I'm not right, I'll be right more times than I'm wrong, just by guessing. I can tell you. Because I know what you've seen on TV. I know what you've heard on the radio. I know what you've seen on billboards and stuff like that. Like, there's very little, like, as they say, swing states in areas where it could go either way. They call it a swing state because it can go either way. Every other place they know like this place is definitely going sure. they yeah. definitely going to be red or it's definitely going to be blue. Because the narrative that they've created there is so right. strong. Cuz they've done a good job. You don't even know what the other side thinks. Exactly. It's like the it's like the two sides saying, you know, we're still fighting in these places, but the other ones we've done a good enough job where we've won. Yeah. So it's like, man, are your thoughts your thoughts? Whatever state you live in, whatever city you live in that might be always blue, always red. You know, I was talking to my homie, shout out to Ron Brooks, known this guy since I was three. Listen to this podcast, man. If you're listening to it, love you, bro. Listen, we were talking the other day, and he lives in Philly, I live in Pittsburgh, and we were just catching up. Every time we catch up, it's like a three-hour conversation. And he was telling me the same thing that I realized like a little while ago. He was like, look, man, I'm realizing now that a lot of the stuff that we've just been told and like handed down like doesn't make sense. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy, right? A lot of the things that you've been told, you've been told by the world and they are not for your good. And if you really take a look at them, they don't even make sense. They well, don't even make and sense. And it's like I was telling a, a, a 
somebody recently, when you take, okay, you take, you're born again, mm -hmm. you become a Christian and God right. tells you who you are, right? Yeah. And then you have this identity that the world has given you. Right. It's given you a race, mm -hmm. uh, gender, you know, your social class as far right. as poverty and all that. And then you take that and you try to marry it with who God says you are. Right. Then that's a problem. It's not going to work. Because you got to either pitch one and take the other. Yeah. You can't make both work. Because when you try recall. to make both work, yep. then you become a double-minded person. Exactly. And when you become a double-minded person, exactly. you pretty much have no stance with God. Exactly. You You wasted it. Because yep. you can't you can't compartmentalize where you act the way that you act. Because if Monday through Friday, I'm the Liz that I know as like you know an immigrant, uh, grew up you know kind of poor and this and that, and then on Sundays I'm a Christian who could do all things through Christ. Right. Then when my neighbor across the street needs something on a Tuesday, they're not going to get it. Uh, I can't do anything about that. They're not going to get it. They're not like, even going to come to you. I don't even know if I can go over there. Yep. Like, oh, man, are they more well off than I am? Yep. Will they even accept me? I'm Latin. Like, what if they don't like me? Right. But on a Sunday, a person comes into church and they're paralyzed. And I'm like, I got this. Let's pray for them. Let's get right. them out the wheelchair. And then yep. we see nothing happen. See nothing happen. Because you're schizophrenic. Yeah. Because you're double-minded. It's so weird. And yeah. it's like, man, but Monday through Friday, I live in the world. Right. And so I live by the categories of the world, mm -hmm. by the mindsets and patterns mm -hmm. of the world. Yep. It's only on Sunday that I exist the way that God sees me. Maybe. Maybe. For a couple hours. Yes. If I'm being honest. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. You know, shoot. If it hasn't been a rough week. What was it? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We sang this one song at church this time, one time. And I remember, like, the first couple verses of it, like, the first lines of the first verse, I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because we're all singing it, but I don't know if we all live in this right here because it was heavy. What was it? Mm -hmm. It was, uh, oh my gosh, I put all of my plans in your heavenly hands for your cause is my own. And you know, where is my home? No, no, it wasn't that. It was, I will not be shaken. When trouble comes, you're the one I call. When they said those words, that's the way the song starts. I will not be shaken. When trouble comes, you're the one I call. And I remember thinking, like, man, like, I know some of my youth that are singing this right now are lying. And I got God, give me the ability, like give me the grace, give me the anointing to make it that it's no longer so. Because when trouble comes, if we don't instantly just think, let's pray, let's pray, let's go to God, let's take this to God, then let's not sing the song. Let's Usually not sing Usually we it. think it's not true. We need to contact a professional. Right. You know, sorts. expert or WebMD. When mm -hmm. trouble comes, I'm going somewhere else. And then after that, Yes. Then After I'm going to the say, world has told me my God, diagnosis this is what told me. of my life or my circumstance yep. or my situation, yep. then, you know, if the world doesn't have an easy fix, right. I'm going to go to God. Then I'm going to go to God. And then, I mean, God's like, yo. Like, I got to be the last one. What happened to the song? You said, <laughs> you, know, I'm sorry, you come to me on Wednesday. I'm wondering from Sunday. I've been wondering like, yo, what's going on? You told me. You said it. Was you singing to me? Yeah. <laughs> you said it. When trouble comes, you're the one I call. And but you didn't call me, like you didn't call me. You call me now, and it's I I it's what the world does, man. Is it mask all of those things, which are very black and white truths. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not having a deep conversation at no. all. This isn't a very like, wow, I can't believe you see it like that. Like, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's just the truth. If it's not who we call, if God's not who we call, then we called the world first, and then we called God. Simple. So it's. When we have to sit down and ask ourselves, am I loving the world? Am I obeying the world or am I obeying God? Am I loving God? It's a very easy answer. It's a very easy answer. And a lot of times it's looked at 
as radical. Yeah. It's looked at as radical. It's radical. Why are you so radical? I'm and, not really and radical. And it's looked on as irresponsible. Right. It's not but radical God has or already given us ways to handle these things. We don't need to go to him for everything. Exactly. Right. When your sink breaks, you don't pray. You call the plumber. Right. Exactly. It's like, well, this is a matter of like humanity, this not a is, sink. Exactly. God okay? has told me. He's told me specific <laughs> stuff. Jesus didn't say, if you love me, obey my commands and gave a command about plumbing and sewage he gave commands <laughs> about, about me about me my about eternity my like, life my heart man yes. he's like yo i need your heart just give me your heart if i can get your heart we're good all i need is your whole heart if jesus addressed it within the four gospels then you should be going to him first that's it that's all that's it and that's it man so it's like the world will try and get us to say no listen i've got the way to do it Follow me. So we're wrapping this up, man. You know, we didn't read it, but I'm going to read it real quick. 2 Corinthians 5, 16. This is uh, the verse for the pride of life. It says, for the love of Christ compels us. No, this is 2 Corinthians 5, 14. For the love of Christ compels us because we judge this, that if Christ died for all, then all have died, and he died for all. Why? That those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. That's one of my favorite verses in the Bible, yo. That he died for us, that we should no longer live for ourselves. Because living for ourselves is miserable. Yeah. It's not like he's saying live for me, and we're like, darn it, but I'd rather live for myself. It's so much better. When you know that God needs nothing from you, Another episode we've done, he, he needs has nothing. everything for you. But he has everything for you. Living for him rather than living for yourself is a no-brainer. It's yes. like, yeah, I definitely, God. I'd much rather call you when trouble comes because you're the one that can fix it. Yeah. And it takes faith. It takes me seeing you as the answer before I even call. But you know what? If I give you my whole heart, I'll know you. And if I know you, I know you have the answer. So when I need you, I'll call you. And it's freedom and peace like you've never experienced in your life. Exactly. Exactly. Man, we're going into 29 minutes, but we could go on forever. All right. Well, we'll save the rest for another episode, man. Thanks so much for tuning in. Give God your whole heart. Don't love the world. Forget the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, they are not for you. Nope. Anything that tells you to do that stuff, you can tell it. Shut your mouth. I'm loving God because he is my God. He's my creator. He's my father. He's my everything. He's come so that I can have life and have it abundantly, more abundantly. I don't want to listen to you. So thank you so much, man. Rate, review, subscribe, you know, share this thing. We're going to be staying on this topic until God says stop. And I don't see him saying stop anytime soon. So thanks again. And from my wife and I always remember God loves you. And so do we. Peace. Daily Dubs.